Hey everyone, and welcome to the Healthy is Hot podcast. I'm your host, Chloe Wild, entertainment reporter by day, sweatpant connoisseur by night. From hashtag to movement, we believe that loving all sides of you is what's healthy, and healthy is hot. Join us as we have raw, real conversations with badass individuals living passionate lives, thriving to make their dreams come true, and diving deep into how they got to where they are. And the best part? How health is a key component of all of it. From the highs to the lows, we get into it. From fitness to mental health to aspirational careers, get ready to be inspired. Also, we don't hold back. There might be swearing, there's definitely gonna be some laughing, and hopefully, you can take something away from these conversations to live your best life. To live your healthiest hot life. All right, guys, Chloe here. So I'm off to Montreal today for the week, and yesterday, I recorded another four episodes of the podcast and I couldn't wait to release this one. So I'm changing up the uh, the release date because Roxy Earl is just incredible and she actually lives in LA now, but she was in Toronto for the weekend visiting some friends and she made the time to come be on the podcast, which I appreciate so much because this woman is such a badass, you guys. Um, you probably know her from Real Housewives of Toronto, but I hope that you know her for so much more than that. She is making huge waves in so many different industries, especially the fashion industry, and especially in the realm of empowering women to love themselves and go for what they want and to hustle and to dream big and to get those dreams. So what started off as a hashtag, my size rocks, has now turned into a massive movement, not just here in Canada, but internationally. So we talk all about that, learning how to protect yourself from feedback. You know, when you're in the public eye, you get a lot of feedback. Sometimes that's trolls. Sometimes that's people pouring their hearts out to you in very positive ways. But there is a certain level of protection. You almost have to create this little bubble around yourself so that you can be there for people. But at the end of the day, you've got to be there for yourself first. If you've ever met Roxy, you know that she's a confident, bold, happy, smiley, always down for a good time type of woman. And so we talk about inner confidence and where that comes from and where it comes from for her. She's got this term called the butterfly effect. And it's all about the power of positivity. And it's something that um, is really powerful and makes so much sense when you hear her talk about it. The power of positivity really makes so many ripple effects in so many other people's lives. And that butterfly effect is something that we should all strive to be a part of. So you guys know Drake, you know, that guy. So he's known as the six God here in Toronto. Well, she wants to be the six goddess with all of this amazing work that she's doing. And I fully, fully support it. And she's a proud Canadian, even though she's living in LA now. She's still so, so, so proud to be from Toronto and to be from Canada. And you can tell that that's true and factual because she works with Canadian brands, especially female brands, all the time. She recently did a collab with NYX and um, they launched a swimmer collection for all sizes and they're so, so beautiful. And the best part about the collab and the best part of that campaign is if you look at the images, you feel happy. You can see that the models are happy. And that's what this was all about, bringing the joy back to going to the beach and rocking a bathing suit. And the best part is that in this campaign, there's no photoshopping. Let's promote no photoshopping. It shouldn't be revolutionary and yet it is because photoshopping is the norm. Let's show women what women actually look like, especially in the media. And then if you listen in all the way through, definitely do it. Roxy has a brilliant, brilliant idea that she wants to bring to our very own Prime Minister, Justin Trudeau, and I fully support it. So let's get into it. This week's guest on the Healthiest Hot Podcast is Roxy Earl.
my TV voice. Okay, give me your best TV voice. This is my TV voice. Ooh. You have a very sexy, <laughs> sexy TV voice. You I make me want to drop my, you make me want to like drop my tone so that I can be like a little sexier <laughs> like you are. It's, yeah. <laughs> um, I think this is the, the best way to kick off a podcast is you just showed up with your bestie from a workout. Oh yeah. Gonna get your hair did after. Yeah. Like that is, that is a dream of a Saturday. Yeah. My life is pretty much a dream. Just <laughs> It's all really good. I mean, and I'm just living it on my own terms. So, yeah, these are how you spend your days doing things you want to do. I mean, the, I, I don't think there's any other way to live your life. Um, I'm trying to, I was trying to think, actually, the, when we first met. The, the moment that really, like, blew my mind was when I got to see you on set at Le Chateau doing your photo shoot oh, for yeah. your collection. Yeah, that was cool. You were great in that interview. Thank you. I was geeking out. Like I was just, my heart was fluttering so fast because of the vibe you created and the team you surrounded yourself with on that day. And I think that photo shoot, what you created and the clothes you designed and the women you brought in is like a perfect description of who you are as a woman. Like you are proud, you are confident, you you are inclusive. You also have a killer taste in style and everyone on that set was happy. And that was a long day. like a really positive vibe around me because if I like bring people around me that inspire me and I know I set the tone, that energy is so infectious and like positivity is really infectious and people just leave. They're feeling inspired. They're amped up. And I mean that domino, I call it like the butterfly effect. I'm obsessed with butterflies. I have one on my wrist as you can see, but (laughs) I'm, I, I feel like that butterfly effect of like, I inspire you, I give you kind of like a great energy, then you go out in your day and you inspire another woman and it's all just like this beautiful effect and you don't know what, you don't actually know how far your reach is. And if you even just reach one person, yeah. then that butterfly effect is just going to keep on trickling through. Yeah. Energy is infectious. It totally. really is. And like toxic, negative energy, I think is even more infectious than it's positive, very unfortunately. Dangerous. It's very dangerous, toxic energy. I have done um, a lot of work to ensure that I have like a very protective space around me. Yeah. Nobody is allowed to enter my space or like my vibe and affect it if it's not positive. And I'm very firm with that. Like if I'm on set or if I'm in a situation or a business meeting and people just are kind of being negative or they're speaking down to what I'm doing or just anything that's just killing my vibe. Yeah. I will literally not work with them. That takes guts. Oh yeah. I walk and self-assurance. Away from situ- I walk away from situations because I was like, this isn't worth my time. And like my version of success is being able to turn down things I don't want to do. Wow. Yeah. So have you always been like that where you were able to protect yourself from negative energy and toxic people? No. Or did you have to learn that I through time? I learned that. And over the last few years, when you open yourself up to the world and you open your heart up, and, and the way I have kind of taken on Instagram and social media and television and all of that was truly, I knew I had to just really be an unfiltered version of myself. And so you really put yourself out there and your heart out there. And that really opens you up to some dangerous situations with people because people take advantage of that. And I've had to learn to protect that space. And there's all this like insane feedback coming back to me every single day that's very emotional and intense and heavy um, about 
things that I've done to for women. Like they're like, because of you, I've done this. I've overcome an eating disorder. I've got dressed. I wear a bikini on the beach. I no longer hate myself. All of these things, and all of that feedback, while it's incredible and positive. I keep it at arm's length mm-hmm. as well because once I let in all the feedback, I then let in the negative feedback. And trust me, there's negative feedback. And I'm learning the more you grow and the more success you find yourself in, the greater the haters. And so I keep all of it at arm's length and just stay very focused on what I'm doing. Because I think if you stay focused on what you're doing, the positive feedback will keep coming in. And it it will, but it's will also just exist. irrelevant. Like yeah. what other people think of what you're doing becomes irrelevant. Because you're, you, you're assured in what you're doing and why you're doing the things you're doing. And yeah. I do a sound check with my followers who, like, I'll dip into these conversations. And, you know, it's very inspiring to know that you've touched people's lives. And as long as I know that I am keep on doing that, okay, yeah. I'll keep going. But I just try to keep all, and that's, like, one way I protect my space. Yeah. I don't let everybody's opinion of me, good or bad, because trust me, I get 99% good feedback. I just don't let it all in because they actually don't know me and... I have to make sure that my world and my vibe and my energy is all managed by me and not other people. Which is powerful because with social media, especially because you really, you bear all the good, the bad, the hard days. No, not all people do. But we do. But you do. You do too. I I think it's important. I think if I'm going to... If you're going to do it, it's the good, the bad, and the ugly. You've got to be real. That's why people see me with no makeup, in the gym all the time, sweating, full glam, on television sets, on modeling sets walking my dog like it's just my life and I really think it's important that people see all aspects of what a real life is and what it takes and what goes into what they see in the media which sometimes oftentimes takes a village like for me to look a certain way like when I do on eTalk that's that's a great stylist that's a great makeup artist that's someone's yeah. helping me with my, mm-hmm. my very thin hair with like a whole bottle of hairspray like there's a whole lot that goes into it so showing both sides is and the in-between sides is important because that makes up who we are but I really like that and I feel like I'm going to try to incorporate this the idea that you keep all of it at arm's length the good and the bad Mm -hmm. because um well I'm trying even the good like even though it's great to know you're helping people and people are affected if you focus on that too much it might change your trajectory and change what your focus is as far as what you do day to day based on the feedback you're given well what happened was is that I um it's always those with like the biggest hearts that get hurt the most. Mm -hmm. And I would say that one thing I've always heard about myself from my family and my close friends is I have a really, really, really big heart. Like that is just, I'm a, I I love people and I fall in love with people and I feel people's emotions. And so what happened when I started My Size Rocks is it was an incredibly emotional journey because the conversations women were having with me were conversations I really understood as a woman. Like, they, they're like, I don't feel beautiful. And every day I wake up and hate myself because of my body. And you've changed the way I feel about that. And, or I've stopped hating myself. I've stopped critiquing myself. Or I decided to not wear a black dress for the first time in a year because of you. And they've started living their lives. And it's very powerful. And all of these feelings that people are sharing with me, I was taking into my heart. Yeah. And I was taking it all in. And I had to tell you, I was emotional. As you know, I think you interviewed me on television. I started crying on TV because I'm a very emotional person. My heart is really in this, but I very much care for the people that 
I'm interacting with the community that I've built. And so what was happening is my heart was very vulnerable because I was feeling all of these emotions. There's 80,000 other women I'm feeling these emotions for. And I'm taking it all on as the voice, but you know what? It's not always easy. And I have moments like where I want to get dressed and I want to feel beautiful and dresses don't fit me. And I'm still self-conscious in some situations. And I, I can't, I can't, I can't take everyone's yeah. emotions yeah. on anymore. So that's why I had to be very, that's when I started to do the work to be like, okay, you need to listen to the fact that people's lives are touched, but you also need to like not take all of this too close to you because the feedback and the ego of it all is very addictive. The yeah. love is addictive, but I am totally aware that everyone who is built up in this world, in like, I mean, the public space, in media, celebrity, all that, they are built up and they can be torn down just as quick. So I cannot let that yeah. in. And, and trust me, I am, people are so quick to judge. Like, I'll just do one thing wrong on my story and I go like, people are like, I can't believe you did that. I'm so disappointed in you. And what? you're like, oh gosh. That's- I was like, you're going to turn on me quick. <laughs> I better be careful. So that's why mm-hmm. I'll keep it all... Mm-hmm. I keep it all at arm's length. And you can just be you and do you, which it, you've it, always done. I just have to know why I'm doing what I'm doing and keep doing what I'm doing and stay focused and believe in myself. But I cannot let all of the voices in. Like, I cannot let everyone else's opinion in. Yeah. Good, I'm, bad, uh, everything. I'm an empath, so I absorb other people's emotions and feelings yes. and stories. And I, I love that about myself. I do. I agree. But yeah. it's draining. That's even what if I it's mean. Good, That's what I'm talking about. Even if it's good feedback, even if they're great, positive stories, yeah. they are weirdly very draining. I completely because understand that. you absorb it, you ingest it, and then you process it. And all of that takes energy yeah. you know, out of the, the vat that I have. And my energy vat is not limitless like yeah. I only have so much so I feel like I'm gonna try to keep that in my back pocket and remember that because sometimes especially at the run club which we just launched mm-hmm. um I'll listen to people and I'll be there for them and I, f- I go home exhilarated heartful but very tired yeah very yeah. very you tired gotta protect your energy yeah. wow it, it's a full-time job when you're in the public eye warding off the other people's opinions. Yeah, we just got to keep ourselves in the bubble, yeah. you know, it's but also the be there. That you create, yeah. and that's that's the important part. You mentioned my size rocks. Yes. Which is so fucking great. <laughs> Thank you. Because it doesn't matter what your size is, every size rocks. So what led to that? What made you finally want to use that hashtag and start that movement? And did you realize it would become the movement that uh, it's become? I never could imagine that it would become what it's become, and it's growing so wildly quickly. It's crazy. Um it started because I was sick of being called plus size. Like, why am I being put into this category of what other people think of me? And also, that's what I'm talking about. It's someone else's opinion saying, you are not a regular woman. You're not beautiful like a regular woman. You don't fit the world's standards of what beauty is. So you're this other category of women. And it just wasn't uh, a label I like because I don't like labeling and categorizing women based on their looks. So I... Was it you who I said it to? We've definitely talked about this on camera. I think it was, some, it was definitely at eTalk, actually. I was in an interview, and I said, don't call me plus size. I am my size, and my size rocks. And a hashtag was born, and a movement was born. You're giving me goosebumps? Yeah. And now every single time I open my Instagram, someone's yeah. used my hashtag. It's awesome. How do you feel knowing that that hashtag not only means something to you, but means something to a 
an amazing group of women who now can look in the mirror I feel and say, very my proud size box. I'm very, very proud of the fact that I took a television show that I was on which was about women fighting and turned it into a movement to empower women. Yeah, you really uh, like you created waves a, on that show yeah. in a way that I don't think anyone predicted. Because yeah. you came in with positivity, you came in with love, and you were like, I'm not, I'm not going to stoop to that level. Like maybe that's what this show has and, and been known for. that show was um, an amazing moment for me, and it was really interesting to do one season of a show that has so much interest in it and then take it and do something totally different with it. I'm very proud of that fact yeah. because it's not easy to segue a show that is so specifically brands you into something the exact opposite. Like I'm literally known for empowering women and bodies and uh, I'm, you know, challenging beauty ideals and that show is known for like blonde bimbos from Orange County. Like so, they all look the same. Yeah. And so that's a very interesting I'm very proud of that. Yeah, yeah, because that was a choice that you made. I just no one presented you, you know, no. this path on a platter. You no. were given the opportunity and the platform to be on this show. You stuck true to who you are, and you thought, you know what? There's something I could do with this. There's something bigger I can do this, with this. And I realized my I life. had a voice, and as soon as I realized I had a voice and people were listening, and that I represented a woman who felt unrepresented, I was like, I'm your girl. I got you. I got this. I got you. I got you because you don't have anyone. So you need to have somebody who you are inspired by their style or you see them on a red carpet and you're like, oh, she looks good. Or you love their voice and the things they stand for. And I didn't have that. I have a few people in the media who I look to for style inspiration, but for the most part, no. Everybody looks the same in Hollywood. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So you know, now you said you have a couple of style inspos, but growing up, did you have anyone you look up to or did you feel no 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 I just, there was just not girls who looked like me to be honest the first people I saw who looked anything like me on television were the Kardashians and they don't look like me I don't look yeah. like them it's just that they were curvy and had dark hair and so I was like finally a girl I can identify with and that, Kim Kardashian really became a style icon for me because she was the first woman I ever saw on television who I at, at even remotely could identify with Wow. And that's wow. That, and think of how far Kim Kardashian is from the, you know, we look nothing alike. But it's a that's how little diversity there was in the media even just 5 6 years ago. Are you seeing a change now? I am. I am. I am seeing a change now and I'm happy to be a change maker. Ooh. In my own campaigns, I just did a, sh you know, I just shot a campaign with a company called Nix and we did a swimwear collaboration and uh, together we chose all these uh, influencers who were uh, like speak about body positivity on their Instagram and there's no photoshopping we wore no makeup on set and that's hard in the Malibu sunshine to go out yep. there and be like here are my stretch marks here's my dimples here's like what I look like with no makeup and just enjoying summer and I'm really proud that that campaign was shot and not photoshopped and which some companies are starting to do, like Aries, another that. one. Yeah. Um, but I haven't seen that many, and I love Nix. I mean, truly an amazing female-led company. Amazing, yeah, Joanna Nix. And I that campaign, those photos, the Thank style you. of the bathing suits, Thank how you. they are for everybody. Thank you. Yeah. Is unbelievable. Yeah, I actually have one coming. I oh, cannot wait. Yes. Which one did you get? I got the scoop top and oh, high waisted you look so bottoms. Oh, good in that. Yeah. And you look great. Um, I told them I was like, I usually go for for black bathing suits, but I want to shake it up. Oh. I was like, surprise me with one of the colors. Great. I'm and so excited. I. 
you guys look happy in that campaign. Like it's, it's about it bringing the joy real. back. It's about bringing the joy back to summer. Like it just got taken away from us. It was robbed of us, our ability to feel good and enjoy just swimming in the ocean or being on the beach. Instead, it's riddled with anxiety yeah. about our bodies and how we look. That's yeah. crazy. And I think, um, like, if I'm going away somewhere where I need to be in a bathing suit, it stresses me out. I yeah. try on all my bathing suits. I'm like, I hate these. I don't feel and confident. That's, and that's wild because you're what so many people would find typically beautiful and, like, a lot of women would look to you and be like, that's my body goals. And I think that that's like an interesting thing is that somebody as um, commercially beautiful as you uh, still feels the same things we're all feeling. Yeah. And that's why I do, that's why My Size Rocks is so important to me because it's not just about me and mm -hmm. my body and my curves. This is about all women of all sizes and especially working with tons of models and people in media the world has done a disservice to us, like bombarding us with these crazy photoshopped images of women who are not real. Every single day we're reminded of that. And so all women are feeling it. Yeah. It's really important that we're, that we recognize this isn't about bigger girls. No, it's this about This isn't what I'm doing. Women. What I'm doing is not just about women who are curvier. This is about all women. And in that photo shoot, in the campaign, the fact that it's not photoshopped, it shouldn't be revolutionary, and yet it is. I know. Which, like, I'm, I'm happy and I'm, I want to celebrate it, but then I have to take a step back and be like, oh, why are we celebrating what we actually you look know what I like? Just That's of? bonkers. You know what I just thought of? Imagine if I could, sorry, I just thought of this yes. right now. Brainstorm, but let's imagine do it. if I could get, like, the Canadian government to somehow make it so that if something is photoshopped it has to have a label that says yes photoshopped like if you like do an endorsement like on social media on social you have media, to write hashtag so ad you also have to say photoshopped roxy that is going to be my new mission okay that, that is that a just, great you it here first i just mission. sort of envision that in my head i'm not sure how i'll do that but that's what i think i'm gonna do we'll we'll call up justin we'll, we'll call, call him up and say somebody. hey hey but you know Justin's wife, yeah. Sophie, yeah. is a huge advocate of women's I like that you're on a first name basis with our prime minister. <laughs> I met him once. I don't call him Justin. No. I would refer prime to him Prime Minister as like, Justin Trudeau. Your honor. <laughs> the honorary. Like, but okay. Uh, no, clearly if, I have no class is the if, situation. If you are on a first name basis with our prime minister, I think that would be an amazing mission. I, I just, because we need to, I, I, I really want women to know that the, most of the images they're seeing on social media are altered. And if not, the images are altered, the bodies are yeah. altered. Why do you have to show a version of me that's not a real version of me? I think uh, J-Lo once said it. She, I can't remember what magazine it was, but she was on the cover of a magazine looking gorgeous. Yeah. But then she came out and said, that doesn't even look like me. Like, that is <laughs> not, that's not me, crazy. just so we're all clear. And, and so isn't J-Lo on her? Uh, and that's the crazy part. On her own... Je I don't know. You've probably met J-Lo. I haven't actually. No, but I haven't. Okay, but I just imagine on her own, just in her own self with no makeup, She's. this is a woman who is already flawless. Yes, it's <laughs> Why would you want to alter it anymore and make it? like? And that's what I talk about with, um, that's what I'm talking about with this Photoshop. And, and that's not just Photoshop. It's all the procedures that are going in behind the scene. It's if people don't understand, there's so much that's gone into this that this is no version of real. They didn't just walk off the street and no. go do it. No. I, I really like this new initiative. I'm yeah, going to follow up with you on it. Idea. I think that's 
Well, it's like when nutritional value now, right? When yeah. you go to restaurants and you go to, they have to show what the nutritional like content little, is. Just, just a little check yeah. mark or a stamp that says this image has been, al- this body's been altered. Yeah, just so we all know. Yeah. Because why sh- don't we have the right to know? I would like to know. I'd like to Because I grew up thinking no one had cellulite and no one had stretch marks. One of my girlfriends the other day sent me a message and she said, uh, what, what do you think Kylie Jenner is doing in the gym? Because like I really want to, you know, I want my bum to look like that. And I was like, sweetie, you know it's plastic surgery, right? And she's like, no, 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 I don't think so. And I was like, yes, that's called plastic surgery and editing. You, you know you cannot achieve that in the gym, right? And it's just interesting to me because this is an intelligent, grown woman. Mm-hmm. And if she is asking me what Kylie Jenner's doing in the gym, imagine what an 11-year-old girl's thinking. She's thinking I can achieve this through skinny shakes and diet products and whatever it is that she's doing. Don't it's even crazy. get me started on those skinny shakes. No, promote. don't get me started. If you I've have a platform, all I will say is if you have a platform, if you're lucky enough to have a platform, no matter how small, you have a voice and that comes with responsibility yeah, no, to stand crazy. for something good. And you have mm-hmm. to be aware that that responsibility will have a butterfly effect and that can be a positive one or a negative one depending on what your message is. Yeah, I know if I get a chance to talk to Kim Kardashian, um, it would definitely be one of the things I'd discuss. I have Chloe comments on my photos. What? And yeah. So I feel like I'm I'm getting closer to yeah. an opportunity to speak to her. I love it Chloe's would definitely revenge be body. It would be definitely something I'd like to speak to them about because um, I understand it's it's crazy money you're being offered. Yeah. It's money that puts your kids in school and takes care of your family. Like, it, it's crazy amounts of money. But at the same time, there has to be a point where we take a responsibility for the messages we put out there. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. It's going to happen. You're going to have the sit down. You're going to have I hope I have down. a sit down. If I have a sit down, because they've had a big impact on me, good and bad. And so if I have an opportunity to speak with Kim or Chloe... I would definitely want to talk about that. But we'll see. I support you. I support well, you in we'll all of it. Maybe you talk can make that happen. I'm trying to think. <laughs> of, we've, we've definitely gotten the, the Kardashian clan over the years in like small little controlled yeah. security filled yeah. like moments. Yeah. Let's make it happen. Yeah. This is a discussion about bodies. An honest one. An honest discussion about yeah. what we put out there. Yeah. Yeah. So you are like incredibly confident, self-assured. You're driven. Thank you. You're motivated. Have you always been like this? Like, were you, Did you just come out of the womb being like, I am Roxy and I'm here to stay? People always ask me for like the formula. And I mean, I was born like this. Yeah. <laughs> like uh, my best friend sitting in the room and she's laughing because I've always yeah. been like this. Like I've always been filming a reality show. Just no one was watching before. <laughs> but like I've always been the star of my own show. Like I, this, this is just who I am. And um, some of it is, is, is just personality. And, um, and then the, the rest, you know, I work on it. I, I really do things that make me proud and confident and feed my confidence and my personal inspiration and my passions. And I do things that continue to motivate me and make me proud of me. And I'm really good at sticking to those things now. Wow. I've learned to be really good at sticking to those things. Is there, obviously there's no formula. I th- people should not be asking you that question. But do you have items that you do every single day to kind of set yourself up to have a great day? 
Like, do you have tools in your toolbox? Yeah, I do. And one of the things that I'm doing is I'm coming out with like um, a masterclass in confidence. <gasps> yeah, Sign me because up. it is something. It is probably the question I get asked the very most. Is um, other than like about my clothes, I get asked how are you so confident? Like, how can I be that confident? Mm -hmm. And so um, I'm working on a masterclass in confidence that I'm going to just, I don't know how I'm going to share it. Uh, I'm just starting to write down all of these things and kind of like mm, put a formula of making it sort of like a, sh a workshop yeah. so that I can share what I do every day that makes me feel good because I want other women to do that. And the other thing is, is that I haven't always, like I, I've had low moments and you know, if you follow me on Instagram, I'm very public about the fact that this year I, I lost my father suddenly to cancer. And like, I, I live in an, I have got moved to Los Angeles for business and my whole world took off and I was lonely out there and it's hard. And I could very easily go down into like a, a depressed state. Yeah. And I was really public about the fact that I, I have to fight that because there's things that are so intense that are happening to me and I found a way to be inspired by them and to come out of that grief and gosh, my gosh, my career is about to take, there's crazy things happening in my career right now and I'm so excited about them and I, I really did do things every day to get there. It didn't just happen, it's mental work. It was a commitment to being positive, a commitment to being motivated, a commitment to being fit. It's like all of these things that I did took a lot of work and I wanna share with women how I did that mm -hmm. because they can do it. You are entirely in charge of your own destiny and you have total control over your mind. So I want women to know that because they, they feel so desperate. Yeah. And I was like, you're not desperate. You're just not trying hard enough. You're not doing the mental work. You are not doing the work. And I love that you're talking about mental work and the mind because mm -hmm. mental health is so important. Yeah. And to have a positive state of mind is not always easy. It's, it's yeah. the little choices and the commitments and the hard work and the positive affirmations or whatever it is that works for you you know, you got to stick yeah, like to we, it. It's simply like one thing I did, which I know I'm very privileged to be able to do is this month, I just got myself a new condo in Toronto so that when I'm here, I can have a, because Toronto is very inspiring to me and it's very grounding for me. And this is where my friends and family are yeah. and Los Angeles can be a bit insane. And it's really important. It was really important for my mental health to be surrounded by love and, and friends and family. And so I just got myself a condo and I was like, so when I'm here and when I'm not working, I have like a base and um, I did that because I needed to protect my mental health. Now I realize that's very privileged for my ability to be able to do that. But my point is, is that I have an, a very heightened awareness of my mental health, of a happy state of mind and what it takes for me to achieve that. And I'm protecting it fiercely. And I love that you're in Toronto and you got your HIH moment in because <laughs> it all goes hand in hand. You got to take care of your mind. You got to yeah. take care of your physical health. You yeah. got to surround yourself with, with positive people. Like healthy is hot. hot. <laughs> I love healthy. Hashtag is healthy is hot. I love that. Healthy hashtag. Is hot started off as a hashtag too. I love that you have healthy is hot. Yeah. I think it's a great hashtag. I'm going to add it to my photo that I just posted today. <laughs> 
Um, so, I mean, it's amazing that you're in LA. LA is the hub of so many mm-hmm. great Especially possible avenues. Business. Yeah, it's just the ceiling in Canada is just unfortunately a little bit low. It is. You know, yeah. it's a little bit low. It's a beautiful place to live. Great. I love Canada. Love Canada. I love Toronto. I have mad love for my hometown. And I'll clearly. be a Toronto girl forever. Um, but if I want to reach millions of women's lives, I yeah. can do that. You got to take a chance. Gotta, you got to go gotta for it the in the leap. US. Which is exciting, but mm-hmm. what is it like? Because you have such a strong support system here mm-hmm. in Toronto. Mm-hmm. Is it challenging meeting people that you really connect with in a city like LA? Totally. Totally. As an adult, it's hard to meet friends, even in your home city sometimes. It's very challenging, but I have just had to remind myself of why I'm doing what I'm doing, why I'm out there, stay focused. Yeah. I'm very lucky that some wonderful things are transpiring for me down there. And uh, there's more to come on that, Ooh, I guess. And then, you, and then, hey, when you're homesick, you just hop on a plane and you come back. Yeah. When yeah. you do come back, because Toronto is your home base, mm-hmm. um, like, what are you loving? Like, what's the thing you got to do when you come back home after some time spent in L.A.? Oh, my gosh. Well, right now, it's all about the Raptors. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a diehard Raptors fan. Um, I see all my friends. Yeah. I like go walk the ravine with my dog whereas like you know in my neighborhood I just go to I love going all the workout classes in my neighborhood that like and seeing all the people I just love walking around Yorkville and like seeing all my friends and I just hang out with good yeah. people and um I have a farm right outside of the city you have so a farm? yeah I grew up as like a stable kid like oh, I grew okay. up well like my farm's not like an actual farm oh, I just it? call it a farm <laughs> It's like a beautiful home in the country, <laughs> but it was an original yeah. horse farm, yeah. the property that we bought. And so that's a very beautiful space for me where I go and spend time with my family, yeah. uh, my nieces and my nephews and my brothers and stuff. And uh, this is my place where I feel grounded and, and happy. And, and, and I'm doing it all for, I'm doing it all for Toronto. Like I hope that one day my impact is what Drake has been to this city. I hope I can be that to the women of this city. If Rocks he's our sixth are. god, I want to be our sixth goddess. Sixth goddess! <laughs> yeah, I want to be our sixth goddess. I want to be out there repping our hometown and the people and the fashion and the entrepreneurs and the women yeah. who are doing incredible things in this city. I want to be out there repping all of that on a global platform you and definitely, a global stage. You can tell that you're proud to be from Toronto, but also from Canada, mm-hmm. even with just the brands that you've aligned with. Yes, like, I really, really feel passionately about working with Canadian brands. Yeah, like when you worked with Le Chateau and I got to see you on that photo shoot that day yeah. and I was amazed at the black jumpsuit and how it looked so good on every body yeah, type. Yeah, that was really cool. Every hair color, every skin color. Like you yeah. had such a diverse group of women rocking that one single well, jumpsuit. Well, that represents our country too. Canada our, is. Yeah, it's it's people take it for granted, but uh, living in California, I have definitely been uh, acutely aware of the fact that where I am from is wildly diverse and where I live is not. <laughs> so you really learn to appreciate your hometown and my country. And I feel I d- very proudly Canadian. Yes. Also, we're going we're going to find Prime Minister Justin Trudeau and talk to him about your idea cuz I want to call him great. Justin. I want to yeah. be on a He Just- like oh, I, I um, like Owen, Sophie. Sophie. So I want to I wanna I wanna call, call her Soph. Her Soph. Yeah, hey, I want to be like, "Hey, Soph. What do you think about my my says rocks. <laughs> I probably should not be calling our prime minister just Justin. I'd like, that's I think it's so great. You know what? Uh, that's very Canadian of you. <laughs> We're all, you know, this is a very approachable place. And, yeah. Uh, there's nothing that separates you from another person. And I think that's really important. People learn that. Everyone always comes up to me on the street and they're like, and they, and, you know, they say lots of very nice things. But 
they feel like a distance between me and them. And I was like, no, no, we're all the same. I just happen to have more followers on Instagram mm-hmm. or I happen to be on a television show or whatever I'm doing. But we're the same. We're, we're all just, people. We're all just women out there doing our thing. Someone w- once asked me, they're like, do you get really nervous before you interview celebrities? And I was like, well, I mean, I get like, I have those excited nerves because I have a job to do. Mm-hmm. I was like, but I don't really get all gushy about celebs because I have, I remind myself they're just people. Yeah, Their totally. jobs just haven't put them on this massive yeah. platform. Mm-hmm. But as long as I remember, like, we're all just humans doing totally. our thing then all of a sudden the, the playing field has been leveled and you can look at them eye to eye. Yes. Oh, there's, there's definitely some men that have made me feel like a 16-year-old girl, but not because, yeah. you know, that'll happen, that'll happen. That happens to all of us. Um, when it comes to fashion, mm-hmm. you, you love it. You mm-hmm. own it. You rock it. Like you were just at the cafes wearing a gorgeous, a gorgeous. <laughs> that was from my, I designed that. That was from one of my collections. It's a, it, it's a wedding dress yeah. from a wedding collection. I did a wedding, I did three wedding gowns with my collection with Le Chateau because I found it so challenging to find a wedding gown when I was getting married myself. And I really wanted to showcase a beautiful, affordable, glamorous gown that fit a lot of sizes. It's hard to find. Yeah, I mean, the process of finding a wedding dress, there's a lot of pressure, it's a lot of excitement. But if you walk in there and you, you don't even have the opportunity to try on a dress because the store doesn't carry it, mm-hmm. they have just taken that joy from you Yes. because of your size, which is absolutely yeah, ridiculous. Yeah, I had that experience. Did you? And, um, yeah, I had that experience, and I'm really fortunate that I was able to go to Vera Wang and make something custom. I can do that, most, but most people... Yeah. They don't have the opportunity to just, like, go make something custom. And... Why should they have this terrible experience where instead of... And and this is why I feel really strongly about all these moments that should be about joy, like the summer, the bathing suits, the wedding, the going to your prom, the special date night, whatever it is, all these moments that are about joy and excitement instead have been replaced with anxiety about clothes and about clothes fitting and about bodies and how they look. And I just want to give women that mental energy back if I can dress you and you have something to wear to your daughter's graduation or you have something to wear to prom that you feel good in, I can just take away one thing that you have to stress about and you get to enjoy your life a little bit more because of it, then that's great. Because fashion is so powerful. I hate hate when people shopping, remember, was supposed to be fun. Yes. And putting on something that makes you feel good. Yeah. It's supposed to make you feel good. It's supposed to make you feel special. It's, supposed to be an expression of your personal style and that's what I find the hardest is that I have a way I want to express my style and I'm not able to do it because there's literally no clothes or that are like cool and stylish yeah. that I want to wear that come in my size and I'm not even a crazy size I remember once I like went I, my size isn't that out of the norm my size is actually smack dab where a lot of American women's average sizing is that's why you're changing it you're changing the yeah. game yeah I remember shopping once with my friend and I was shocked at how expensive the clothing items were for her size. Oh, yeah. I couldn't believe the markup, mm-hmm. you know, whereas, like, I could have bought a couple of items. She's stuck buying one item, and she's got to, like, and the selection. boring and not as pretty. The selection was not great. Mm-hmm. The no, materials not. were not no, great. No, I know. And I That's why I created really a clothing line. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, I'm over it. Yeah, I'm like, going to create I was something. like, I was done being, I was done I was done. I literally created a clothing line because I needed a wardrobe. 
And I'm going to continue to create many amazing, fabulous pieces because I need to dress myself. Now, when you design clothes, I know this. you did this with Le Chateau. You do all sizes. I, I, with, Le Chateau, I, with Le Chateau, I did size 0 to 22. Yeah. Which was really cool. Because I wanted half of that collection on the spot. <laughs> I just wanted to take it off the rack. I was, was like, and I like this and this and this and this. It was really great. That was a great collaboration. And I really love this model of collaborating with brands because it allows me to take a brand into a space that they otherwise weren't in. Like brands that I admire and love, I want to be able to go to and say, let me take you to the plus size space or let me expand your size range so that, because this is a brand I love, I love the style, I love the aesthetic, let yeah. me come in and help you figure out how to make this work for women of different sizes. I think that would be like a really cool model if all I did was collaborations. Yeah, just jump in, so we'll put see. a little dose of Roxy, yeah, we'll and see. then move on. Yeah. Um, I love the way you look when you're glam, but I love your workout clothes. Like when you, you love post, my what? I love your workout clothes. <laughs> like when you post your fit outfits, yeah. like the sports bra and the leggings, like I think that's my favorite version of you when oh. you're just so chill. That's because that's me 70% <laughs> of the time. What are you wearing today? Oh, running shoes, Legging. workout clothes. Because <laughs> no. I go and I work out and I feel like if you wake up and put on your workout clothes, the first thing you do is you work oh, out. Oh, you are like five steps ahead. You just got to put it on. And you like walk around the city. Yeah. Like instead, like you have jumping in an Uber, you're like, oh, I could walk there because I'm wearing running shoes. Yeah. And I love getting my steps in. I love closing my rings. Like I'm obsessed with Ugh, tech that gives I me positive know. feedback. I know. I left my Apple Watch in a hotel and I never got it back. Actually, I'm not wearing mine now, but I do And love. I really maybe think I should get another one. I think it's a good investment. And you can just see all your emails and everything like that, too. Yeah, but that's the part I don't want. I just want my... Just that, the rings. Yeah, I just want the <laughs> rings. I'm only interested in the fitness stuff. But I don't want to see my mess. I don't... I, I'm very careful to be not too crazy. I never put down my phone as it is. I don't need it on my wrist as well. <laughs> no, there's got to be some distance. There's yeah. got to be some distance. Um, I can't wait to see what you do next, honestly. Oh, I can. You. you got that look in your eye that says, you watch out because what I'm about to roll out next is amazing. You know what? I've, I'm working on some things that uh, when they transpire, I guess there's always that element of if, but they seem very much like they are happening mm -hmm. very quickly and happening. They're really big, and I think Canada will be really proud because it puts me on a global stage, and um, it's it's important stuff I'm talking about and the things that I'm doing. It would be, I think, really important for a lot of women. And so, you're excited? You feel ready for that? <sighs> I don't know if you're ready for what's... I don't think I'm ready for any of the things that seem to be happening to me. Um, I was just in New York in a really big meeting, and when I left the meeting... It was like a full decompress. Like, I'm like, did that just happen? Did I just meet that person and have that conversation and discuss that project? Like, how is this where I'm at? This has only been two years. Wow. I mean, when did the TV show era that I was on, The Real Housewives? That was just like... It was not very long it ago. It was like two and a half years ago, maybe? And so in two and a half years, I cannot believe the, like, the things that are about to happen to me. It's like crazy how when you really just are passionate and yourself and real and put yourself out there, unbelievable things can happen. Do you ever feel scared? Um, I worry sometimes. I'm, I'm like, I'm, I have a lot of like, I'm anxious about things happening and like, so I'm not great with patience. Okay. Because 
you can't help but think like, oh my God, if I don't do this now, I'm going to miss my moment. And so there's like a ton of anxiety about being like, I need to do this and this and this, and I got to get this out and I've got to do a podcast and I've got to write a book and I've got like a thousand things on my list. And if I don't do them right away, nothing's going to happen. So there is like that anxiety, but I think like that crazy energy keeps me, keeps me going. And I think that there is also, um, my team keeps telling me, like, look at what's happening. You just need to like relax, let it happen. And enjoy, it. and enjoy it. And enjoy it, right? Yeah, it's hard you, sometimes. You need to enjoy this. You're yeah. like, this is, this, is, this is just amazing. And so enjoy. It. Even if I walk away right now and nothing else is accomplished for my size rocks and for my brand, I'm already really proud. I'm, I'm proud. I'm proud to be next to you. I'm proud <laughs> that on a Saturday when you're visiting in Toronto, you made time for this conversation. <laughs> like, I really, really genuinely, genuinely appreciate it. From my oh, partner. no, I think you're great. And I believe that when you support another woman, it allows her to do her thing. And then she, it, it's it's that butterfly effect. The butterfly effect. She's then able to go support another woman. And we can create jobs for women. And we can just continue to grow. And I think there's something really powerful about... Um, when you find somebody who has uh, a good heart and good energy and a good values of the things that you, they're doing something you admire, you know what? Take the time. I take the time for people because people have taken the time for me. And there's a whole group of women out there saying, yeah, we're all about women empowerment and women supporting women. And then when push comes to shove, I ask them for like a favor in business or advice and they don't even ever come through. And I was like, you know what? I'm not going to be that woman. And I've watched people get become successful and then that become the woman they are. And I was like, no, I'm not going to be that woman. I'm going to make time as I can for other women and for other people's projects. Because when you believe in other people, they support you. It's just all positive, good vibes. I am always in your corner. Always. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, before I let you go, I always ask everyone, what does healthy as hot mean to you? It can be a word, a mantra, a feeling. And don't worry, oh, all the sounds. that's a hard question. I think it's all about confidence, I guess. I think healthy is hot means that you have, like, if it's not going to be one word, but if I understood your hashtag, what it would mean to me, hashtag healthy is hot means I have abandoned this idea that I need to look a certain way, and I am instead focused on my mental health, my personal health, my version of healthy. I always, like, I love that, like, ah. healthy is the new skinny. Yes. <laughs> it's like that, healthy is the new hot. Oh, I love hot you. Hot is not some idea that Playboy told us mm -mm. it is. Hot mm -mm. is our version of our healthy best selves, so. Wow. I love you and my size rocks. Yes. Healthy is hot and my size rocks. Those go really well <laughs> Yes, <together. laughs> they do. I see I see good things in the, in the future. In the those. universe. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Chloe. This is great. <laughs> And just like that, another episode of the Healthiest Hot Podcast. Once again, I'm your host, Chloe Wilde. A huge thanks to the Thompson Hotel for hosting us today. So if you enjoyed this conversation, feel free to subscribe so you never miss out. Rate and leave us a comment. Follow us on Instagram at Healthiest Hot. And remember, healthy is fucking beautiful. See you next week.